This week's episode is brought to you by Bell Enterprises, where their mission is to encourage, empower, and equip individuals to live, express, and be their best selves through various products and services. This week's product that we're highlighting is the Big Ten Beer Oil. Fellas, listen, I use it personally. It does a great job of moisturizing the skin. None of the beard keeps the beard soft, not to mention it smells great. So if you guys are looking forward, you can go to Oils Well Products on Facebook and grab your bottle. Now, let's start the show. Yeah. again with this thing called Wooism. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Woo. And I'm sitting here with the homie, Bishop T.D. Hesley. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? We got the homie, Gerald Easy. Yeah, he can call <laughs> Gerald right now. Ger- no, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Had to, we had to switch his name up, Hey, bro. look, man. So, like, <laughs> dog, before we recorded, this man was the definition of code switching. Switched. Codes. That must say, oh man, this is my boss calling. Hold on. Hey man, how you doing? I said, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. 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 We uh yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds uh that sounds great. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's put another shrimp on the bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. Tally ho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chip, yeah. chip. Hip, hip. I was like, boy, I, I told who I said, we found out why he need a lawyer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only so people look. that code switch like that need lawyers, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 let me ask you this, Jane. Uh, I'm sorry, Gerald. <laughs> does your boss call you Gerald or does he call you Tremaine? <laughs> <laughs> See, me and Jay, we go all the way back, right? So, you know, I, I, I know his whole government. So, I mean, since you cold switching, and you got one of them colored first names. <laughs> so, do you go by Tremaine? <laughs> nah, man, I, I'm, just, I'm just Gerald, man. They just call me Gerald, you know? Do they try to be cool with it and say, hey, G-Money? <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, I'd probably be offended by that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, you see him with the ha ha. <laughs> right. He ain't call- switched back yet. Hey, man, you gonna switch he's, back? He's, hey, he's, hey, next though, you know, he gonna be clapping all beat. You get him, brother. <laughs> get him. Oh, you go there, pal. Yeah, leave, man. Boy, I'm talking about like that mother switched up completely. Quick. Quick, yeah, yeah. I, I felt out. Of, I felt out of place, man. I was the only one who didn't have a uh, <laughs> a, 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 a work call. 
I, I hear his headset. Oh, let me go grab my iPad. <laughs> he walks out. All I know is he he spit a number one two three four five. Say it again, Tim. Jay over there. What? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh Shelby County, uh, Jefferson County. Uh, right down on. Uh, it's a host uh, of small uh, cities. Uh, <laughs> incumbent. <laughs> I don't even know if he used it in the right text, but it sounded great. And his boss let it slide because it, it flowed. It sounded in the right context. Oh, you know what I mean? It was in the right context, bro. Man, look, I was just, I was in uh, shock and awe. I was like, I said, man, Gerald over here on his end, Hess over here, I'm just sitting here, I'm like, let me let me call a one eight hundred number just so I can fit in. Call AT and T or somebody so you can try to get your bill lowered. Yeah. <laughs> talk talk to uh Shin Dad. Right right, but his, he say his name is Joe. Thank you for calling AT and T. You are talking to the Joe. Right. I'm right. here help you today. Like bro, like we know that your name is not Joe. Like, what's your name? Bro? I totally understand. <laughs> but if I could please ask you to power down your phone, wait three seconds and the power would back up. Oh man! Do you see the apple? <laughs> you do. Okay. Now, when the time comes up, hold down the alt. Key. I'm like, I'm on my phone. Oh, I don't right. have an hour. Oh, I'm going to say my MacBook like this. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Let me try to shoot. Yeah. Bruh. No, but you know, like, it's like with customer service people, it's so frustrating because you know they're reading off a script. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, like it's, it's basically the disc the button that says, well, does this answer your question? They click no, and then it take them back through the same script that they originally stated. And it's like, yo, look. Hey, what you just said was not right. Mm-hmm. I know that computer is telling you to tell me that this is right, but it's not. I need you to step outside of that for a minute and actually help me solve my problem. Man, that, that'd be the worst thing, man. Like, when you really have an issue and they, like, want to go through everything on their script. I totally understand what's wrong. No, no, you don't understand. <laughs> like, I got to the point where I'm like, man, look, let me tell you. Let me, okay. No. I, I don't want to go through the script. <laughs> This is what's going on. Like, I had that problem, man, with PayPal, man. Like, I had some fraud on, like, my credit card. Mm-hmm. So, they took it off, and then they brought it back, right? Yeah. So, I've been calling, like, once a week, man, once a week, trying to get these charges dropped. So, I'm like, I'm not going to pay for this. And then this one lady, like, she's going through, I said, I don't want to go through, I said, look, listen. I'm going to save you the breath, okay? And I'm going to save my ear time, okay? This is what's going on. Ear time. Can you help me out? And then she got an attitude with me. Well, I'm sorry, but that, 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 I said, I don't want to go through the script. Sorry, sir, we must go through all the prompts first before I can transfer you to tier two. No. Right. Like, look. No, uh-uh, no. Even, like, as an employee of, like, a technology company, like, I've... I get on the phone, like, hey, you know, this is, you know, such and such, you know, da 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 Could you transfer me to tier two? Well, why do you need to go to tier two? Oh, okay. I mean, I'll tell you why I need to go, because this reason. Well, have you tried this, this, and this? Yeah. What about this, this, and this? Yep. 
what have you gone through these steps? I've even gone this step, this step, this, this step. Could you please transfer me to tier two? Well, we have to go through certain steps. I've gone through them all, bro. I wouldn't have called you if I didn't. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I can literally Google right. what I need to figure <laughs> right, out. Right. But Google is not going to help me take this this $218 fraudulent charge off my account. I need the fraud department. And then they like, what investigators said this, this. I said, what investigators a goddamn lie. <laughs> How's the investigator gonna say that this happened when they took the charges off, and on top of that, they sent me a refund check? <laughs> how how is that? Like I'm not paying for this. Well, I'm, I totally understand your frustration. Do you? No. Do you really understand my frustration? <laughs> if you do, then you'll get it fixed. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 74. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go back. Because we told you about <clears throat> We were so ready. We were so ready to rag old Jerry. Like, we, <laughs> we completely bypassed the number of the episode. This is episode 74. That's going to be 14 past the hour, guys. 14 past the hour. Well, since his got that out the way... <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but you know, as we always do, man, we always got to go around the room. We got to do a mental check because guess what? As black men, we have to talk about our mental. We got to talk about our feelings. We got to get out that stigma of us being the big, the bad, the black man. And sometimes we just got to talk about these feelings. So, fellas, we're going to wait and come back to Gerald. <laughs> Bishop, how is, how is your mental, man, from the last time we talked? Because I think the last time we talked, man, you was like a 60 or a 70. Yeah, because I was, I, was, I was dealing with the, the, the stupid guy at work and... I was prepping for some stuff, you know, but I'm I'm, I'm about to nine and a half. Okay, then. Because your boy is getting a promotion, man. Your boy is getting a promotion. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah your boy is getting a promotion, man. So. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so that, that stress, you know, that I was going through. Is... Even though you got a promotion, brother, we ain't promoted here. <laughs> On the Woods and Podcast, so we still making our own noises. <laughs> yeah, right. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. right. So you know it's uh you know so like now that I'm I've gotten that out the way I, I start that when I come back from uh I'm sorry that you sound hear? that you hear is me shaking up the oil the oil <laughs> but uh but yeah man. So I'm uh I'm excited, man. All that stress is paid off. I'm gonna be stressing a different way, but I'll be making a lot more, so I'm good. Man. Well congratulations in order to you, my brother. Appreciate it, man. Not only will you be making a lot more money at the job, and you will also be getting your ten percent on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, so the church should be uh Church to be happy. Hey <laughs> it's time for Deacon Wooden to join with somebody rolls, baby. Head deacon in the house. What, oh, you need a prayer? <laughs> Bow your heads <laughs> and let us pray. Oh, what? You need you a uh, you you need you need me to say, God me over, <laughs> great Jehovah, 
pilgrim through this buried <laughs> land. I got you. You got it. You gonna pull? <laughs> And I, I got I got my deacon assistant over there. <laughs> you gonna pull all the pieces, uh, what you say? All, all the pastel, Boy, all the patterns. Boy, I'm ready to dust my Crocs off, man. <laughs> and I ain't talking about them Crocs that y'all wear with the foamy with the strap in the back. I'm talking about the crocodile gators, baby. <laughs> The Bruce Bruce's, baby. The old uh, comic view when they used to dress up in the four-piece suit. Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about. Them the type of Crocs I'm talking about. I'm ready to dust them off and go back to a necktie. <laughs> yes, sir. A necktie. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald. How are you today, sir? Man, I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, uh... The stress level is is going up, but uh, it's not really a uh, it's not a bad kind of stress, man. I kind of I'm I'm actually kind of liking it, man. Just because I just see I see things changing and I see just uh, life in general just kind of getting uh, better. So uh, I say I'm in a good spot, even though I'm stressed out, man. I I think my mental is. It's still doing pretty good, man. So I'm, I'm. So what we at? I say I'm probably at about a. I give myself like a, just a, a flat nine, just a nine. Okay, a you flat nine. Yeah, flat nine. Flat nine. Yeah. Bishop, you said you was at a nine too. Uh huh. Okay then. So, so I, I mean, you know, being here with you guys every week, start learning more stuff about each other. Yeah. So. The past couple weeks, man, what I've learned about young Gerald over here <laughs> is that he doesn't really care about a salary. <laughs> At all. And he... Because obviously that's how great his salary is. And he enjoys stress. And he enjoys stress. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I ain't, I ain't too many people out there like, I mean, you know, it's a good stress. What a good stress. Oh. Oh, I mean, you know, my blood pressure just up a tad. Me and stress, we kicks it. Yeah, exactly. We good. <laughs> we know. good. We good. We good. He going to the crib with me. Oh, man. Oh, that's good, man. That's good, man. Ah. Uh, I uh, I think I'm doing pretty good, fellas. Pretty good, man. Uh, just came off a trip. Um, we took the Omega lamp lighters to uh, on a college tour. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for a week, we uh we stopped in North uh, North Carolina, Greensboro. We hit North Carolina A and T, uh, and then we we went on to DC. Man, we went to uh, went to Morgan State, we went to Howard. We toured around DC. Man, it was it was pretty freaking awesome. And uh, y'all went to the Raven Stadium too, huh? Man, yeah. Man, we went to the Raven Stadium. We went to a Baltimore Oilers game. Uh, Man, we I'm talking toured up and down DC, man. It was it was it was pretty freaking amazing, man. And uh before I get in, in depth and, and talk about some stuff on the trip, man, um just coming back, I mean, you know, I did take an extra day off from work. And uh, cause you know I always keep one of the tuck heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. but this time, man, I think it caught up to me because I, I called in sick, 
And then the day that I, I took off, I actually got sick. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So I think that was karma. <laughs> karma finally caught up to me. Yeah. Ten lives later. <laughs> so you think that's going to stop me? No. No, no not no. at all. Not at all. <laughs> Still going to find a way to finesse it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? But uh, overall, man, I, I think I think I'm at a nine. I think I'm at a nine too, man. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's that's pretty freaking amazing. You know, it's the first time in a while that all of us are in positive spirits for the mental, right. man. So you know, kudos to you guys. Hey, kudos to you, man. And, and what's going on? Hey, dog. You know, man, you got to kick it with your son too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, I got to kick it with with, with my with my son. He came, we made it a, a whole little family trip, and uh, I mean, I guess going leading into the topic, man, uh, it just kind of hit on. Uh, I I didn't know what we was gonna talk about or what we was gonna start at, but uh, man, just it kind of made me think like things that that we probably missed out on and. and early childhood, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like, I was sitting back, you know, talking to the kids, man, talking to my eight-year-old, that was her first time, that was my first time on the, on the subway. Oh, snap, yeah. Yeah, we rode the subway, man, and, uh, you know, me, I'm kind of tripping, because I'm like, let me watch for pickpockets. <laughs> Let me, I, look, I watch Law Order SVU. I know what they do on the subway. I'm like, let me look. Let me keep my eyes open. Yeah. But, you know, like, we, we rode, like, early that morning, and I guess because of COVID, people still not out and about like that on the subways, or they call it the metro. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so that was pretty smooth, and, you know, just talking to her, like, she was amazed at that. Um. You know, just seeing stuff that she learned in school, like the Lincoln Monument, the Washington Monument, um, uh, now the MLK Memorial. That's nice. You know what I'm saying? Just just stuff that she actually learned about in school, and she was so happy to see, man. And, uh, you know, then we, uh, like Jay said, man, we went to the Raven Stadium um, and touring there, man, and you know, my son, he, he took a picture up under a picture of uh, Lamar Jackson because that's one of his favorite football players. Yeah. And just, man, just seeing my, my kids and my family just happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, that just made me think, like, like damn, did I miss out of stuff in my, my, my years? Yeah. You know? Man, I, I um, my mom had me had me young and my mom is like a uh now she she bought that life you, mm-hmm. finna, you know you ain't finna say or do nothing to her like what out her clapping back but like she sheltered me a good bit growing up so like i didn't get i didn't do a lot of the you know i, I did like disney world universal um you know went to new orleans on occasions but like i didn't do like i didn't travel a lot growing right. up you know what i'm saying because like, she was just one of those people, like, my grandmother, too, was just one of those people. They were those people that just, like, feared, like, oh, you don't want to go there. Crime high. It's like, well, crime high everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm right, saying? Like, right. you got to keep your head on the swivel, even in the nicest of places. So, um, you know, it was, like, so growing up, like, I didn't necessarily, I didn't experience some of that. And if you think about what, just our country, 
what our country has to offer. Like it's so many things that like we're not exposed, like we're not exposed to, just because we're scared to get out there and travel. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking about people in Mobile, like ah, you know, I'm gonna go to Atlanta, where Atlanta's starting to become too regular. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like go go north of that. You know what I mean? Three, what's three places that that are just too regular right now? From Mobilians? Well, just general. Well, yeah, probably Mobilians. Atlanta, Miami, New Orleans. Yep. Mm. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Atlanta, Miami, and Vegas. That too. Yeah. That too. Yeah. But like, I when I got older, and like, especially because Tiz, Tiz folks, they were military. Mm-hmm. So like, her folks are used to traveling. Like they're drivers, bro. Like whenever they come to Denver, they never fly. They always drive. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And that's a hump. But they got a system. You know what I'm saying? But as her being, like, they always drove places. Mm-hmm. Her, her mom would just be like, all right, get in the car, let's go. And they'll drive places. So she put me, she exposed me to, like, traveling and, like, what that really looks like and how much that, how much more it is out there versus just being in that closed mindset. It's like, oh, let me, you know, let me not go here because I'm scared that, like, somebody going to get me. It's like, well, hell, I can step out on my front doorstep if somebody get me. For real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's awesome that like your kids had that experience. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And being able to provide them the opportunity to see more of this world than what we saw, which that's the goal. Like we our goal is to expose our kids to stuff that we weren't exposed to, especially when it's positive. Oh yeah. Jay, what about you, bro? Man, uh I mean like as far as places that, that's too regular, I say uh like I say, Atlanta, New Orleans, and uh I mean, I would say Birmingham, too, because a lot of people kind of go to Birmingham, but that's, like, still, like, in-state. Mm-hmm. But I do hear a lot of people, like, you know, yeah, man, we shooting up to Birmingham, or, you know, we going here and there. But, like I said, man, it's, like, that regional thing, man. Anything that's, like, considered, like, southeast, yeah. it's right. like, man, let's, like, let's look, get further than that. Because that's a comfort zone. Yeah. Right. But, right. like, Jay, you, um, now, what I, what, I will, what I will say, man, like I said, you know, Growing up, man, Jay is probably like one of my oldest and closest friends. Um, and one thing about like I can say, man, like your family from my eyes have always been close. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So like, were you exposed to like more family trips when you was coming up? Uh, maybe you know, like we went to Connecticut. Uh, and we used to go there, like, well, my grandma, she used to make sure she went to Connecticut almost every year. Mm-hmm. So, like, a couple of times I made the trip with her and, you know, stayed up there for, like, the summer or for a few weeks or something like that. And that was crazy because she would literally take the Greyhound. So, you know, that's wow. taking, like, days yeah. to get there. Um, and then, you know, sometimes, though, we did, like, we took, like, a bus trip up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, you know, like, weddings and stuff like that, you know, just, like, taking a trip to, like, Texas or, you know, stuff like that was, it was, it was kind of, I guess, regular, you know, like my brother was living in Kansas and so we went down, but just like Hess was saying, kind of like Tib now, like it was always driving, like we going to drive the whole way, even if it's like we got three cars, like it's three cars on the interstate driving, you know, the whole way, like we might rent like a big van and somebody else might have a car, but it'll always be kind of worked out that way, but, uh, man. Them road trips, though, be nice, man. I, I honestly would, 
I guess before I started flying, it's like you got both. You know, you fly, it's quick. You know, you hop on, you go to the airport, you got to be in the airport or be there super early. And to me, that's annoying going through all the lines and all that. But then, like, you where you trying to go, like, that same day, even if it's, like, all the way across the country, you know. So um, it's like, you know, I guess benefits on both sides. But I like the road trips, man, being able to hop on the road, look at the sites, yeah. you know, like you said, make a stop somewhere, or, you know, you might see a sign on the side of the road or mm-hmm. something, like, let's go check that out, you know, so yeah. that's uh, always cool. But see, like, for me, man, like, I'm a driver yeah. when it's just me. Yeah, yeah, when it's right, just me, right, right, right. It's just right, me, man. Right. I can dri- if I can make it in one day. Oh yeah, I'm driving. Yeah. Now y'all know, like, man, when I was stationed out in Texas, I was coming home. I was making that hump from clean to mobile. That's on Google Maps. It's probably like a ten to eleven hour drive, and I was making about nine. Yeah, yeah. you were moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, look. Only time when I stop and stop and eat or stop and pee is when I gotta get some gas. Other than that, man, I'm a I'm a pull up, give me some. I'm eating while I'm driving, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's just me, I think my longest drive that I ever made was from Mobile to Fort Lee, Virginia, and that's like on the other side of I want to say Fredericksburg, Virginia. Yeah, my brother was there, and uh, that was maybe like. I want to say 13 or 14 hours drive from here to Mobile. And I made that in one day. So I think that was my longest drive. But I remember this had to be maybe 2010 or 11. We had a brilliant idea of having a family trip to Tampa. <laughs> this is when the two oldest were young. This is probably when I think Kenna was born, but she didn't go. So this had to have been around 13. Okay, so we ended up driving from here to Tampa. That took about 12 to 14 hours because they want to stop and they gotta pee. Yeah. They wanna eat, and they gotta get snacks. <laughs> I told my mama and Tay and everybody else this will be my last <laughs> time ever driving somewhere with y'all when we go on vacation. Anytime after that, like I gotta fly. Yeah, cause I can't do it. Because it, it always falls on me. I'm always the one that's driving. Then it's like, as soon as you start, oh, next stop, can next um, rest stop, can we stop again and pee? <laughs> I need to get something that's strange. I need to get something to eat. I left something in the bag. I'm like, no, never again. <laughs> Bruh, so like, similar story. We, uh, I had a cousin that was staying outside of D.C., so we drove, said we were going to drive to D.C. Miles was like, maybe one. So that was, I think that was 2015. So it was me, my mom, my grandma, Miles, and Layla. Only male. And so, like, I had walk, I had worked, you know, nonstop up until that time. I had that time off. 
So my mom was like, well, I'm going to drive. I'm going to help you drive, you know. I'm going to do the majority of the driving because I know you're tired. And I was like, you really don't have to, but no, no, no. I'm going to drive. Okay. So she started off driving. We got to Greenville. Stop eight. And so I said, hey, you... um, (laughs) Greenville is only about... An hour and a half. (laughs) If If that. that. If that. (laughs) If that. So then, you know, so before we get in the car, I'm like, hey, you know, so when we going to stop again? She's probably probably not on the other side until we get on the other side of Atlanta. I was like, okay, so you going to want to deal with that traffic? She said, nah. I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'll get us through Atlanta. Cool, right? So I get us through Atlanta. We stop on the other side of Atlanta. Get some more gas. Stop. And uh, I was like, you good? Uh, you can go ahead and take us to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, no. All right, cool. I mean, like, I'm like, fine, whatever. Like, I'm just going to drive. So, like, I had made it up mentally in my mind. Nobody else is getting behind this wheel because right. I refuse to be frustrated and mad yep. when I ask you to drive and you don't. So, yeah. then I get us to Charlotte. We stopped because we had the kids. So, we spent the night in Charlotte. And then we picked up. She was like, I'm going to start off driving again. We maybe drove 45 minutes, stopped and got something to eat. I said, so she's like, oh, I'm just so tired. You know what? I'm driving, period. <laughs> like, so I drove us from outside of Charlotte all the way to basically D.C. And when we came back, we stopped back through Atlanta. We had to come the back way, though. We came 95 to 20. Back into Atlanta and stayed with an aunt because they wanted to see one of my aunts. And then we drove the mobile. I said, they were like, you want me to drive? Absolutely not. I'm good. I got it. I'll drive. Because I'm not finna sit here and deal with either you driving slow or you saying you're going to drive and really don't drive. So out of that 14 hours to get to D.C., she drove maybe two and a half hours. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Two and a half hours the whole time. And, and then when we got to DC, I did I did drive too because I was like I'm not I'm not gonna have anybody else driving. I'm not even set myself up for that heartbreak. I got it. Got to be more careful, bruh. I feel you. I feel you, brother. So I'm with you. I I never do that again, bruh. I feel you. And I'm I'm actually dreading because we're taking a trip to D, uh, Disney, and it's gonna be like nine of us. Mm. And on top of that. They talking about renting a uh, RV. Mm. <sighs> yeah. Hey dog, you gonna have on your um, your Moses two thousands <laughs> with the Hawaiian print shirt, <laughs> bro. Bro, I, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm gonna be on Meet the Fox. Right, exactly. <laughs> Family meeting. <laughs> Don't touch that fucker. <laughs> I already, I already feel it. We'll I already go, know. Hey, we're going to come back from that pod, on the next week on that podcast and talking about the circle of trust. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I already feel it, man. I feel like it's just going to be bad. It's going to be bad, man, because, like, take dad going, I doubt he drive. I know ain't nobody else going to drive. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to be the first time since... The beginning of the year that I drink an energy drink. Mm. I feel it. 
I, I feel like I'm gonna be I feel Collins. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it calling in the air tonight. Oh Lord. I feel it. I just I, 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 I call me call me Nostradamus. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it, man. Like I just I'm dreading it, brother. But you know, um just just going back. Just going back, you know, um what what are some places that you would like to visit if you get the chance to? So, um, so you know, we just came back from Denver last month, mm-hmm. and um, speaking of RVs, like so in Denver, so Mount Rushmore is like eight hours, no, like six hours, yeah, from Denver. Yellowstone is probably about five, and then the Grand Canyon, the backside of it, it's like, like ten. Ugh. Yeah, like ten, maybe even longer. I ain't going ten hours to see no no dents in the ground and rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't see that. I can, I can go down in the bay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till hurricane comes. <laughs> Clear it out. <laughs> So, um, what her family wants to do is, like, take a road trip, mm. hit Mount Rushmore, Yellowstone, and then somehow hit the Grand Canyon, which I think, like, the kids would, to be able to show the kids all of that, because I know that's something that we never got to see as a kid, mm-hmm. would be awesome, but, like, I would dread the drive to and from the Grand Canyon. Like, I already told you, I was like... We either gonna have to fly and meet them at the canyon, or we gonna have to get to the canyon and fly home. Like it, it ain't gonna be no us getting back to Denver and then flying home. Like I'm not, I, I'm not I doing don't that. think that I would be too impressed to look at a bunch of rocks, bro. Like, have you seen like? Well, I mean, you've been around the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you've seen mountains. I have. Dog, like mountains, like like just nature itself is just. It's God's creation. It's yeah. fascinating. Okay, so I'm just saying, like, like we pull up at Mount Rushmore, like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, look, oh my God, snap, snap. Okay, what's next? <laughs> right, which I think is like a whole. Can't you go inside the heads and stuff? I think so. I think it's like a tour you can yeah. do. So like, I remember the Richie Rich movie. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember that. I remember that. So it's like I a tour that. you can do, but like I, I know for sure, like if we don't do anything else, like we hitting the, uh, we hitting Mount Rushmore and Yellowstone for sure. And you just want to go to Yellowstone to see some, uh, what the, what they call them things? Them red geysers. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so like, but like I like that type of stuff, you, you know. Freaking nerd. I, you can call me what you want. I ain't mad at you, but yeah, you know. But I, I think like so. Like, and then, like, I, one day, one day, when I don't have to work, and this is a sports fan in me, I want to take a tour around the country and visit all of, like, the major stadiums in the country. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to go to Chicago and go to... Uh, Wrigley? Soldier yeah, Wrigley. And, I've been there. Yeah, Soldier Field. Soldier Field. Yeah, I want to go to Shafee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to see that. I want to go to Lambeau. 
Yeah. In yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. I want to go to, uh, what's up? I have been to Jerry's World. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I got to get back to Vegas so I can go. Yeah, go to the New Raiders. To yeah. the New Raiders. What is it called? No, that's not SoFi. SoFi is uh, uh, L.A., Raiders. but I want to go there. Yeah. I want to go there. You know, like, I want to go to Seattle and go see that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go to these, these, like, historically great arenas mm-hmm. and just see them. I don't even, some of them I want to go to a game too, but like some of them I only have to go to a game too. Like I'll pay for the tour yeah. of the arena. You know what I mean? Like I think that'd just be fascinating yeah. with that. So. Man, shout out to the hometown homie, T. Martin, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Shout out to T. Martin, man. For y'all that don't know, man, T. Martin, man, he was, he was an outstanding quarterback down here in Mobile. National championship. Outstanding quarterback. Well, then he went on to Tennessee, and uh, T played a little bit in the NFL, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And now he's he's on the um, Baltimore Ravens coaching staff, and uh, man, he he's, he was able to get us uh, in there with the Lamplighters, man, and tour the uh, Ravens facility, and um, yeah, man. But I, I will tell you, bro, like for me. Um, just to piggyback off what you were saying with the stadiums, man, like, I I remember, um, you know, by me being in the military, man, I, I was always flying somewhere. So, uh, I remember when I had to uh, shut down a, um, a unit and um, transfer all their equipment back to uh, Birmingham out of, out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I, I was able to go see Soldier Field. I saw Wrigley Field. I saw um, the field that the, the White Sox play on. Mm-hmm. I was able to uh, see the United um, Center uh, where the Bulls play. And uh, I think their hockey team plays there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, took pictures with with uh, the Jordan statue there, man. It, it was real nice, man. And <clears throat> that's something that that I like to do as well. Like when I go to um, to different areas, I like to I like to go to, especially if they have a stadium. Yeah, you gotta go visit the stadium. And I gotta find me a hood strip club. Yeah. Um, you know what? Like, and it ain't really for the TNA. It's like, first of all, can we just talk about strip clubs for a minute? We sure can. Okay. So it's levels to strip clubs. It definitely is. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'll tell a story mm. in a minute. Really? Yeah. I, I My wife know about it, so oh. it won't be, it won't get me in trouble. Okay. But it's levels to it. Like you have like your your notarized ones, like your your Magic Cities, <clears throat> your King of Diamonds, <clears throat> you know your Strokers, <clears throat> your, you know what I'm saying, your Onyxes. <clears throat> you know those, right? Yes. And when you go high in, end, yeah, high end. And I can't, I, those you, I can't recycle my twenty dollars that I. Throw. No, no, not at all. Like you have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. To spend some money. Mm-hmm. Even if you go in there, you think you're going to go in there and just spectate? No. The drinks are higher? Yes. The food is higher, which is fantastic. Strip clubs have the best food. Oh, my goodness. It's strip clubs, gas station, holding the walls with a 70 or below. Facts. 
<laughs> Facts. Facts. Seventy. Yeah. 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 It's got. It's got to be seventy. If you though. don't see a couple flies flying up under the little yeah, food right. thing, yeah. food ain't good. Cause Mama Jean had to come in there and cook that food herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So like. Look, I it's not gonna look the cleanest uh, compared to the uh, up to board of health standards, but it's gonna be some of the best food you ever had in your life. Best, yeah. you know. Argue me if you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't don't DM me on that. It's, <laughs> it's facts. So, <laughs> so, but you know, like you got to be prepared to like spend some money or whatever, mm-hmm. like to to really enjoy yourself. Because if not, you really just standing around looking broke. <laughs> Broke bum Right And you wonder why All these you know Beautiful women Are walking past you Ain't doing nothing Cause guess what You look broke And I'm gonna disassociate myself With your broke self Yeah exactly yeah. Exactly Exactly So you got the The, the higher tier mm-hmm. You got the middle tier Which probably feel like They are higher tier Than what they are But they're not Food is decent Not as good But And then the talent Quote unquote talent. The talent. The talente is mixed. Like it's not. It's not. You got some good ones, but you got some that's subpar. Yeah, I think I think I think that's when the uh, <laughs> like that time we went to Blue Flame. Like it was okay. The but it was a day shift. But I know, and you know they put out a new comment yeah, on the day shift. shift. Right. Less pressure. Less pressure. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a stressful work environment, man. Yeah, but that was, oh man, that was that was oh. that was a great time. Yeah, that's a great time. Yeah, you know. But then you got the lower tier. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story about the lower tier. Love the lower tier. So it's like my first time visiting Atlanta as an adult. Right. All right. Went with old Jimbo. We had to drive in the snow. Some of the scariest driving ever witnessed in my life because he was driving a 2001 Nissan Altima. Probably got the year wrong, but it was around that time. <laughs> that so, burgundy. Yes. With the beast. Flop, had, had the yams in the back. Yeah. That was probably yeah. the most expensive thing on the car. <laughs> 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 so, man, so, you know, and we visited the home in Milan because Milan was staying up there. Yeah. So Milan was like, yo, man, I got these coupons. I was like, oh, where? What you got coupons to? Oh, man, I got coupons to the strip club. What? So, so they, so this is a real thing. Like, this ain't something, like, you, you made up on your computer? No. They look like business cards. And it said, free admission to said strip club. Wow. Yeah. So, and he had <laughs> an abundance of them. <laughs> an abundance. So it's like, all right, well, like we have no choice but to go to the strip club. We have to go. So man, we we pull up or whatever. Man, this is Arabian guy out there that's like helping, you know, get people parked or whatever. And like we pregame heavy that whole day. I always do. Yeah, pregame heavy. So like we get at we get there and then I'm driving because typically like I typically drive. Intoxicated or not, not a good practice, but it is what it is. Mm. Lord kept me. Ain't no judging over here. Yeah, so like you know, like I get out the car, and I'm like, "Hey, you valet?" He's like, "Yeah, we valet." It was like I gave him the keys and I gave him five dollars. Just five dollars. Oh, buddy, 
Buddy, man, look, I look out for you. You so racist. Oh, you, I look out for you, man. <laughs> Your car, I park right here, okay? Hey, look, when you're ready, if you need anything out your car, you let me know. I got you, buddy. I said, wow, five dollars, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good service, five dollars, bro. So, uh, so we go in the spot or whatever, man. And so this is the first one of the first spots I've ever been to where they got like the guy in the bathroom that's like handing you, oh you know, like, yeah, you know, paper was, towel. Was he, was he dressed up in an Easter suit? Yeah, yeah, like the per- it, I could I, like it was a white guy. I remember oh, white like, guy, white guy, short white guy had on a burgundy shirt and black vest, black slacks. Mm-hmm. Like I remember clear as day. And so like I don't know I smoke cigars, man. So like I was like, oh y'all have cigars here. Cool, you know, how much is a cigar? I pay a little bit of money for a cigar, or whatever. I lit that cigar up in that club. They thought I was a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got a cigar. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, that's like Rick Ross." Actually, is not because this was like a six dollar cigar. I just wanted to smoke a cigar. Whatever, whatever. What I will say is, I didn't, you know it. My my friends paid like they benefited from it more than I did. Yeah, is all I say. But that only happens at a cheap strip club. Uh, yeah, like that that doesn't happen at your your, your higher tiers. If you get lucky, it might happen at your middle tier. Might tiers. happen at the middle tier. But the lower tiers, something like that is bound to happen. I lit a cigar. Tell me, from the time I lit it, it was like flock. Man, so let me ask you this. You seen P-Valley? Yep. What would you consider P-Valley? Middle tier. Middle tier? Really? The, so I, really? it doesn't look like a, it doesn't appear to be a top tier. No, I'm not. I, I, mean, I definitely wouldn't say a top tier. Yeah, it doesn't appear to be. It's not top tier at all. But like I would say based on the experience that they provide, quote unquote, I would oh. say middle tier. Miss Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm gonna uh, tell you like cricket letter, cricket letter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. Like I, uh, this was in my past. <laughs> so I, I don't do that anymore. Hold on, wait. He loved you too. One more time. He loved you too. And for the Holy Ghost, <laughs> he loved you too. Hey, but man, look, I. Anytime I I had like went to went to a different area, I always had to find like a food spot that was just pertinent to that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I needed a hole in the wall strip club. <laughs> I'm talking about man, one that a chick had a bullet wound in her titty. <laughs> Look like she just. Got done fighting her baby daddy and came to work. Like, I need one of them, man. You know what I'm saying? And then, nine times out of ten, the strip club and the hole in the wall with the good food was in the same spot. It was right there. Man. Yeah. Man, look, I'm going to tell you, look. I was stationed down in Fort Hood for two years, man. Two years, right? And I'm talking about, man, bros, we used to, like, it was so gravy, man. Like, bros, we used to get together for Thursday night for bro night. Don't let it be like a holiday weekend. 
Well, we had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Woo. Man, talking about it was this little spot, man. This one, this one strip club that we went to. It was called the Pretty Lady. <laughs> the Pretty Lady. B Y O B. Mm. Those ones always get you. Man, look, ten dollars to get in. We used to go to the base like before before five o'clock. We used to go to uh the class six. Everybody used to. I'm talking about this one. This is where my love for Hennessy mm. came about. One of the older brothers used to buy the handle of Hennessy. I mean, well, the big bar they ain't had no handle. <laughs> the big bar of Hennessy. We used to. This was when we was drinking like regular Crown. This was before Crown Apple hit the scene. Yeah. All that. It was either regular Crown or Crown Black. We were buying the, the big handles of Crown. We weren't drinking none of that white. Man, we go in that thing, man. You couldn't take no chaser. So if you, that's that's where my other love for no chasers came about. Because why? You wouldn't mix it. I wasn't mixing, bro. Bro, that means you were getting towed up early. That's why I learned how to pace myself. <laughs> because look, then I probably was taking about forty dollars with me. So ten to get in. Until they, till they, you know, learn who we were. Ten to get in, and then they was charging like five dollars for a twelve ounce can of Chase. I was like, no, 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 no. So that only left me with thirty dollars, man. <laughs> so you had to do what it do. I had to do what it do, baby. Do what it do, and yeah. then look, and then on the outside, man, they always had this little taco food truck. Cause you was in Texas, man. Boy, them, I don't know where they got that meat for them tacos. Boy, they had steak, shrimp, chicken, beef, uh, a little poke, a little poke. Man, everything you could think of, bro. A dollar taco. What? Uh, get by five of them. Yeah. Coming be, out the club. Be straight. Oh, man. Straight. Yeah. Be straight. 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 <laughs> straight. So yeah, if they ain't got no bullet hole in them. <laughs> so a couple of things. First of all, like Mexicans can provide like the best food within seconds, and I wish everybody had that trait. How many you want, my friend? Yeah, like no, I went. We went to uh, San Miguel's, and like everybody else was like packed with wait times with the San Miguel. They were like, oh no, we got you. I got like two entrees within like six minutes. Oh yeah, they be. No, and I was like, bruh, this Click is... Click the wrist. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm like, this is fantastic. And it was good. But too, like... Like, it's a couple of things that in, that let you know, like, exactly what tier strip club you're in. Right. Right? So, like, BYOB is a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Ain't too many, like, high middle high tier or high tier strip clubs gonna let you BYOB. It's not gonna happen. So, that's number one. Two, you'll know if you're in a, a middle tier versus a high tier. If you go to buy Hennessy, right, like, man, let me get two cups of Hennessy, and then they just give you the pint. Just hand you the pint right there. Be like, oh, yep, middle tier, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. But, like, the, the talent, talent. Talent. The talent, eh? Talent is the decipher. Because, like, I was explaining to my wife, because I, I got I to gotta get her to one. One of these days. One day. Um, I'm still trying to get mine to drink. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> She's a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get her there one day. Uh, but, we'll like. Ride by. <laughs> but, like, the. Uh, I was like, yo, I said, honestly, like, you got, like, these women ain't just sitting there just twerking, bro. Like, if you look at them on these poles, man, like, the type of stuff they do on these poles. <laughs> Like, from an athletic standpoint, mm-hmm. it's something serious. Like, you got a chick standing on another chick, riding her like a surfboard, and the chick is holding her up as yeah. a surfboard. Dog, that ain't, like, that's not something you can just wake up and do. God, dog. All right, look, hold on. Before we get off the strip clubs, I have to tell this story, and then we can go to break. Okay. So, first time going to a strip club in Atlanta. We went to Onyx, mm-hmm. which classified as a higher tier. Yeah. So I got it came to me when he said something about chick going up to the rafters. So they had these poles, not only the vertical poles, but they had poles that ran horizontally mm. across the ceiling. Right? Like zip lines? Something like that. So they were poles. <laughs> so, like, girl gets up there. You know, she's doing whatever. It's like, oh, you know, just like, oh, that's that's amusing, you know. And then so she gets up to the horizontal bars and she starts like twerking upside down. It's like, oh, man, you know, you never seen nothing like that before. That's that's interesting, too. So then she gets back to the vertical bar and she starts like twirling. I'm like, what is she about to do? And then she comes down into a split. And when she hit in the split, like she came down like so hard that she bounced up, like halfway up the pole. That gotta hurt. But she looked like like yup, I just did that, and it was li- like you literally heard. <gasps> and then the DJ said, "Somebody reward this young lady." A tsunami of money just came from everywhere. Like I've never seen so much money thrown <laughs> at one time in my life. At one time, I had like maybe six ones in my pocket. I had to throw the six ones. Like it was just, it was something that you saw. You just had to throw some. Milan threw his keys. Like Milan had no money to throw. He had thrown all his money. He threw his keys. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he threw his keys. So man, like so, and then we get ready to leave, and Milan's like, "Oh damn it, my keys, man, my keys. I gotta get my keys." So he had, they had to find the dancer. So he could get his keys back. Wow. Because he had raked up his keys and all the money. But, like, dog, that's when I knew, like, I I was in a place that I have not yet arrived. Because it was that much money. Had to, like, I couldn't see through the money. That's how much money was thrown, bro. Wow. Like, it was that much money. Like, like if it was so, a certain thing as a money thundercloud, that's <laughs> what happened that night, dog. I saw a dude sitting, he was in a wheelchair getting twerked on, and money was all over the floor. I said, man, that's that man whole disability check. <laughs> but that only happens at higher tier. No, Trip was, bro. Dang, so Lieutenant Dan was in that. Lu- Black Lieutenant Dan was in there with some felines at the time getting twerked on, and it was just a sea of money around him, the girl in his wheelchair. I said, that mother got paid today. He got that direct deposit and said, I'm blowing it all at the strip club. <laughs> hey, man, we got all the way off the subject. 
We was in this thing talking about a strip club. We were supposed to be talking about like places we wanted to go in life. And we just got off on strip club. Maybe after the break, we're going to hear from young Gerald over right. here. I don't know. Because Gerald is in here in awe. <laughs> He's like, who are these who are these Negroes I, I podcast with? No, why are they so educated on the, why are they say fluent in strip clubs? Like, why is. I'm just baffled. I'm, I'm bewildered right now. <laughs> it behooved. <laughs> hey, man. It's Woodsons. We'll be back after the break. Hey. What it do, what it do, what it do, baby. It's your boy Woo, and you're locked into Wooisms on Inspire You on Air, the new beat of the bay. Today's episode is sponsored by Bell Enterprises LLC. Bell Enterprises is a consortium whose overall mission is to encourage, empower, and equip individuals to live, express, and be their very best selves. Bell Enterprises offers natural and holistic spa products and services within the oils wells product line fellas their big 10 beard oil is a beard oil like none other it's a unique blend of 10 essential and carrier oils specifically designed to condition hydrate and grow your facial mane the big 10 beard oil also nourishes the hair and the skin beneath. For only $25 a bottle, you too can have that luscious beard like your boy Wu. So go to www.silversmoke.ltd to order your bottle today. All right, we back, we back, we back with this thing called Wooisms. Yes, sir. And man, we, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been together, and we somehow ended up on a tangent about strip clubs. Oh, man. Uh, don't judge us. We just live life. Yes. Please don't <laughs> judge us. We just lived life. Um, so I don't know exactly where we're going from here. It's kind of hard to transition out of strip clubs. Yeah. We, Let's, uh, we were before we got on to strip clubs. We was talking about places we would like to travel. I guess that's how we ended up with strip clubs. Uh, we should have said not frequent. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, we got on to the, to the subject about, you know, Hess, you said that you, you want to one day um, hit every... Uh, professional sports arena yeah or stadium yeah yeah <clears throat> so jay um what about you bro man i actually uh i think i want to like really go out of the country man like i think i want to travel like to uh you know maybe like to like a amsterdam or maybe even to like a you know somewhere in africa or something you know just you know like out of the country nice little flight or whatever um just to just to get a little different, you know, perspective on I guess other stuff, you know, in uh within the other countries. But um, if we talk in the United States though, man, I still ain't been to Denver. So you know, just hearing his talk about that, you know, that'd be a nice trip, man. Just to go out there and uh, you know, just see what's out there, experience the Denver lifestyle, <laughs> <laughs> see what they got going on out there. Um, I think that'll be fun though, man. Uh, make make some connections, 
you know, I got my drag bag stuff going. So for me, it'll, it'll be somewhat of a business trip too. So that'd be cool, man. Man, I, um, you know, I, most of the time, like my stories, man, I equate them to some, like some, some form of work. Um, so this may have been 2012, 2013 maybe, when I was still in the military, I had to take a soldier to uh, the medical facility at Fort Carson, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of upset because I couldn't, like, venture out. Partake. And, yeah, well, that was like, that was during the time, like, weed wasn't really on the come up like it is now. But, you know, like I said, just like me being the type of person I am, I like to just go to different areas and, and, and venture out. Um, But a funny story about marijuana. <laughs> right. Well, we crossed all kinds of lines. <laughs> um, and uh, if you're listening to this, by no means is Wu ever telling you to partake in... <laughs> Marijuana at all, right? Unless it's legal. I'll be the first one to say that I am not a smoker at all. Not a smoker at all. But it was kind of funny, right? Two separate occasions. Uh, And they both happened in Jamaica. (laughs) One in Montego Bay and one in Ocho Rio. So the first one, you know, we we did a seven-day cruise, uh, me and Tay. First cruise we went on, we did a seven-day cruise. So this day, uh, we were going to Ocho Rios. Uh, we got off, and as soon as we turned the corner to go into the village area, Jamaican comes up to me, big man. <laughs> I say, yo, what's up, man? He say, you looking for anything? I said, no. He said, you sure? He said, you smoke? You want some herb? You want some of that ganja? I said, nah, man, I'm good. He said, he opened up his, his uh, he had a uh, trench coat, like Inspector Gadget. <laughs> he says, you want crack? You want rock? You want crack and rock? You want to snort it? You want to smoke it? What you want, big man? I got you. I give you discount. I said, look at me, man. I'm fat. Does it look like I do crack and or rock? Get out my face. <laughs> so then the other time when we went to Montego Bay, me, or and Lenny, we went uh, in 2018 for our uh, line anniversary. We was making 10 years into the fray. And uh, me and Art, we land. And as soon as we get off the plane in the little airport, a Jamaican walks up. Dude has a briefcase. He said, Big Mind. I say, Are you the same one that saw me? Right, right, right. Like, why they gotta call me Big Man? They approach you every time, man. Big Mind. (laughs) I I was like, What's up, man? He said, You smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but it flips out the briefcase. He opened that thing up, man. He said, I got it rolled. You can roll it. You can break it down. <laughs> I got this. I got that. I got the paper. I got the swisha. What you want, big man? 
Oh. I said, I want you to get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I'm like, what, 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 what looks, when you see me, what says, Big Man smokes weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Man does rocks. And it was before the dreads. So like. Yeah, way before the dreads, man. Before the dreads. And the beard. Before the dreads <laughs> and the beard, man. So oh, I was like man. still clean-faced it. Mm. I was like, man, good gracious. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, Jay wants to go to Denver. That's it, man. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, I guess, the U.S., and then would probably be a good spot. I always wanted to maybe go to L.A. or something, you know, but yeah. I feel like that ain't really, to me, I ain't, like, excited about, you know, going to, like, L.A. for real, for real. L.A. is busy, man. Never like, been. It's busy. Like, it's, it's it's busy. But, like, it's, like, you got L.A., yeah. which is, like, what we see on TV, mm-hmm. right? But then you got like you know everything around it. So you got your Long Beach, you got your uh, your Carsons, your Comptons, and mm-hmm. and that type of stuff. And that's really what makes up LA itself. But the traffic is horrible. It's horrible, man. Like I've been once, and we stayed with Tibbs and Carson. And uh, Tibbs got family all over the United States. She really States. did, right? <laughs> that's one reason that she cool about traveling. She can travel and seeing everybody, right? It's like, man, we went to do Man, we went to uh, we went to LA. Yeah. Man, we went to Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> Tim got folks over in no, Taiwan. She got folks everywhere, man. <laughs> but uh, you know, like I so like so based on, you know, kinda like the traveling we've done mm. or whatnot, like if you had a place to move, where would you move? Oh man, hold up. Before we get off of LA, man, I just wanna send a uh uh a happy uh Rest in peace to Nip. Not just Nips, Nipsey Hustle, but Ricky Baker from Boys <laughs> in the Hood. Boy. <laughs> On this day, we are recording July 14th, Bruh. 1991. Ricky Baker. Every time, away. every time I think about that, I got to think about the slow-mo. Ricky! <laughs> no! And he tried to do a full flat. Like, you didn't zigzag or nothing. But then I was like, why did you carry him to his house? And then, like, they had the plastic on the furniture, so, like, his blood and guts just smearing all over the On plastic. the plastic. You know what I'm saying? They got Cube and his mama there. I ain't do nothing. What, Doughboy? I ain't yeah. do nothing. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do this. Oh, man. I ain't do this, mama. It's... He was my brother, too. Dog, and we were how old when that movie came out? Man. We were young. I just remember seeing it and be like, this is one of the most horrible things I've ever witnessed in my life. Man. <laughs> that came out like 91, 92. Bruh, so we were like six? Yeah. No, I remember seeing it. I think when my cousins were watching it one day, and I ended up watching it. That was like, when Lawrence Fishburne was still going by Larry. Yeah, he was Larry then. He was Larry. That was before he became Ike and, yeah. and Morpheus. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. But, yeah, dog, I was like, man, this is tragic. Yeah. Tragic, you know? But back to the question. Yeah, I'm sorry. So if you had somewhere to move now, like, where would you move and why? Um, Texas. What part? 
any part itself for El Paso or San Antonio. <laughs> Why San Antonio? Because there's nothing there. Mm. The only thing in there is the Spurs and the Riverwalk. <sighs> and a lot of Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. I was out in Texas for two years and I basically went all over Texas except for El Paso. And I didn't like San Antonio. El Paso is nothing. It's, it's there on the border. I think of New Mexico. And it's a military area. Don't want to go there. It's hot. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like being hot. Yeah, you don't like being hot. But if I, had to, if I had to pick, man, I would either choose... I like Colleen. Colleen is... is I like Colleen. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say Colleen is because it's in the middle. It's in the middle of everything. Yeah. It's 30 minutes from uh, from Waco. It's 30 minutes from Austin. It's like two, two and a half hours from Dallas. It's two and two and a half, three hours from Houston. It's just, it's what they call Central Texas, CTX, CTX Central mm. Texas. Yeah. It's in the middle of everything. I loved it. Uh, just, it's no state tax. The houses are huge. You get your money's worth. Like, I just, I just like it. And then the fact that if I were to move somewhere, I would want to move somewhere. Um, but if not clean, maybe Houston or Dallas. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I always want to live in an area where they have a professional team. Yeah. You know, even though we're only two hours away from New Orleans, four hours from Atlanta. Yeah. But just like if I could live in the area where there's a professional team, I'll be good. So, Texas is, like, my number one. What about you, Joe? Uh, I ain't lie. I probably would have to agree with that, man. If I was going to move and just say, like, move somewhere, I probably would choose somewhere in Texas, you know. Um, been there a couple times. It's just it's just always been nice, man. It's like, um, on the thing, it ain't a lot of trees. So, you start missing, you know, like, Mobile with all the trees and stuff like that. No, nah, because I, I, I got sinuses and allergies. <laughs> no. Just be beaming in the sun. Just, yeah. Just out there just beaming. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'd probably say something like Texas, man. Like, you know, it's some, it's some nice areas I have been to, you know, mm-hmm. like, in the South Carolinas and the North Carolinas and, the, you know, the Minnesotas and, you know, all kind of stuff like that, but I feel like I would feel more comfortable even in an area like Texas just because of the the minority uh, population there, mm-hmm. you know, so I think it would feel, you know, very welcoming. Everybody I know that kind of go to those areas, you know, they they also, you know, tell me how, how good of a time they have, but, you know, you go to other places, it's always, it always seems like, you know, you just don't belong. <laughs> you know? yeah. And even as probably somebody that lives there, it's just like, you know, you just really don't, this ain't your place. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like, you know, Texas for real would probably be a big one for me. Like like I said, maybe maybe like a Houston or a Dallas or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, probably, that's what I would say. Yeah, probably like something like that. Right. Opportunity is out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Money is out there like a mug. So, I would I would say Texas too, but to be a little different, I'm gonna change it up. 
I'm gonna say Denver. Mm, of course you would. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful there. Oh yeah. Number one. Um, like the mountains, man. Like depending on where you live, you can see mountains from anywhere in the city. And uh, but also because of the legalization of marijuana, like it's yes. a ton of opportunity there too. Yes. Like that city. Every time we go there, it's like we see new warehouses being built, new companies moving in. You know, houses being built, that type of stuff. So, like, the economy itself is, like, booming. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I feel like from an entrepreneur standpoint, like, it would be, a, like, a good place to really get involved with some different things. Because you got a lot of people that's learned, that's starting to come there and live there. Now, the, the cost of living there is skyrocketed um, since, you know, over the last 10 years or so. But, like, Denver would probably be... On top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds like it, it's going to really turn into, like, the new melting pot type of area. For yeah. Me, you know? It's all walks of life, man, that, that live there. Because mm-hmm. everybody's trying to get the weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> everybody trying to get the weed. And I'm like, man. And Tim tried to get me in the mood there, like, like, 12 years ago. And I was just like, man, I ain't trying to deal with that snow. Which, I mean, I technically still wouldn't want to, for real, for real. That'd be the one turn off. Mm-hmm. But uh, if we had got in then and got when the housing market was down, man, we would have been straight. You know, really could have invested in some things and been all the way good. So, yeah, it would be Denver for me. Man, um, just uh, to tap back on um, the topic earlier, man, about... Um, you know, just like places that we would like to go and travel and things like that nature. And just, I'm just thinking back on this awesome trip that we did with the Lamplighters. Man, um, I would love to go to black places. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I mean by that is, like, it's a lot of black history in D.C. And um, and, and history, period. You know, um, a lot of people don't know, you know, I'm, I'm somewhere of a nerd when it comes to history and Greek mythology. Like, that type of stuff, like, really, like, excites me. Mm-hmm. And math. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I would love to go to like Tulsa and visit like where Black Wall Street happened. I would love to go to like New York and uh, partake or learn more about like Harlem Renaissance, mm. Black Renaissance. Um, like things of that time. So it kind of gets me to thinking, man, like even though like we live here in Mobile where we have like, I mean, because you think about it, all around the United States, man, it has like some type of some form of black history that we just don't know about. Yeah. And um, 
I'm gonna tell you, man. I'm gonna tell you a story. Like, uh, not really a story, but uh, I was just joking. So, do y'all know who like Marion Barry, Marion Barry is? Yeah, talking about the uh, talking about in the house, right? No, 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 no. Oh, man. the runner, the runner, the runner. <laughs> The no man, about talking about LL Cool J, man. The runner? No, 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 no. So Marion Barry was like the uh, mayor of DC back in the in the gap, all right? Mm-hmm. And the thing about Marion Barry is, uh, he he was <laughs> he was a he was a good he was good for the black people, but he also loved prostitutes and drugs. He ain't discriminated. Nah, not at all. Come on, come out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, it, if you if you like, go to YouTube and type in Mary and Barry, like, uh, uh, surveillance footage will come up where he got busted in a hotel with a prostitute. Oh man! And he was like, <laughs> "We probably have to be like this at." <laughs> but he was like, "Who is me up?" <laughs> like he didn't he didn't care about getting caught. He didn't care about the drugs. He was mad that he got set up by the prostitute. <laughs> right? So we were we were standing in, in the uh in the lobby of our hotel uh before we left out one morning. And a bruh comes up, older bruh. He he's like, I you know, I heard y'all was in the area. Um I stayed like right down the street. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was on my my morning run. So I figured I'd stop by and introduce myself. Mm-hmm. He introduced himself. So we get to talking. And I'm talking, this happened like all like 15 minutes. <laughs> and he said, and so, you know, he talks about his career. It's like, oh, so you're a lawyer. I was like, so are you the one that prosecuted Marion Barry? He was like, nah. I had his back. Mm, he's <laughs> yeah, he's like I represented him, and you know what I'm saying. Like, is I was cracking that as a joke. Yeah, but the fact that like I'm standing here, that's kind of like if someone, if, I don't know, you ran into Johnny Cochran. Yeah, and you was like, "Are you the one that that prosecuted OJ?" No, nah, <laughs> nah, I nah, him. I defended OJ. Yeah. What? Like, yeah, that was, like, pretty amazing, man. I, I just got off on a tangent or whatever, like we always do. I said this whole episode has been a tangent. Pretty much. Uh, but, yeah, man, like, I I would like to, then I would like to go to somewhere like Greece, man. Yeah. And just, like, I don't know, walk those islands where all these uh, Greek mythology... Stories took place, man. Like it's just pretty amazing to me. Like I just, if I can get that, those those things, man, I'd be happy. Like we went to Spain a couple of years ago. Uh, when the job sent this, it was, it's crazy. Like how much history is there, mm-hmm. and like you think about like when you look at our country, you be like, man, the mistakes that our country's making. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you talk to locals over there, it was like, well, I mean, our country made the same mistakes. It just so happens we had a f- three to five hundred year lead on y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, they had been, like, their government had been established so much further ahead than ours. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, when they start talking about 
Um, like even when you go into like the bull riding, mm-hmm. and like uh, I was like, oh man, you know, it's just something so innocent. But when you find out what they actually do to the bulls and like the whole ritual behind that, they basically are like celeb- like they basically are killing a bull. Is what that whole thing is. Yeah, there's so much controversy. Like, so, you know, you got the guy out there with the red cape and you got the 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 bull coming and charging the red where he's stabbing him periodically throughout their entire process. And then... Somebody stabbing the bull? Yeah, like, the dude, like, he's stabbing the bull, which is agitating him, which is causing him to run at the red cape oh. that he's flapping. And then only for him to hop on top of the bull and take a sword and stab the bull right down the middle. And then the bull dies and, like, they cut the ears off and, you know, and then basically do whatever with the bull after that. That's crazy. Yeah, but it's like, you know, in the the States, man, we don't know that. And, like, dude that was giving us the tour was like, it's a lot of controversy behind it because, like, it's, they really having a... uh, they having something, they celebrating something that's really just a, a ritual to kill a bull. Mm-hmm. Like, they're raising these bulls up and everything just to kill them in front of everybody, you know, which is wild. Um, but you learn about these different things in different cultures, and you be like, man, you know what? Like, they dealing with they same issues just like we are over here. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's, um, that's, that's crazy, man. You, you you just never like you and you wouldn't know that Mm-mm. unless you you know what I'm saying like you've been over there it's like stuff like we just don't know like you just don't don't know you don't understand why things happen this this way yeah you know it's just like like when we was talking about you know I think it was the last episode and we was talking about Juneteenth versus the Fourth of July right you know um when you know better you do better right. Yeah, and that's that's kind of crazy. So, I mean, wow, I'm gonna have to go look that up, man. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to go look that up. Like, I guess I I gotta tell I gotta tell a little story. <laughs> um, nah, I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, what what else on the docket, man? What y'all want to discuss, man? Man, uh, so we didn't hit on because we've been out for a minute. We ain't talk about Shakarius. What's the name? Shakari. Sha- Shakari Richardson. Yeah, Shakari Richardson. Oh man, I don't think we're gonna have no time. Yeah, we not. We not. We have to just come back to that. Yeah, we don't have no time talking about that. Yeah, let's just hop into the woo side more. But we just talk. I mean, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. That's basically what it boils down to. When yeah. you know better, you do better. But we're gonna definitely have to tap on that man when we come back next time. Yeah. Um. Jay Easy, man, you got anything else you want to tap on, man, about, you know, traveling and all that other good stuff, bro? Nah, man, um, I will say, man, that just uh, I am kind of thankful, you know, just like, you know, with the church and all that as a youngster, you know, they made sure to, you know, take us places and, you know, we was able to go places. Like, I didn't go to D.C. when they went when we was younger. You went? No, I didn't go to D.C., but I went to New yeah, York. Yeah, well, we went to New York. Yeah. That was a nice trip, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went a couple other places. And, you know, just with school, you know, just mm-hmm. being able to travel and go different places, man. I, I just, I'm thankful for that, that, you know, we was able to see, you know, different parts of the U.S. And they really wanted to let us see that. And, you know, uh, you know, it's just good, man. So for people that, 
you know, don't travel or that's, you know, afraid to travel or don't want to go anywhere but New Orleans or whatever, like, man, just, man, take that time, man, to go and get you a little trip in and, you know, I mean, even if it's something like, oh, I ain't say this earlier, Destin, that's a, probably an over-visited place. <laughs> that, that, it's over-visited. Yeah. Like, everybody yeah. go to Destin, yeah. man. Yeah. Like It's like, yeah. all right, Destin is, is Destin, man. We done been there. Mm-hmm. Everybody done been there. Let, all right, go a little further, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, or, or choose a different beach, man. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's just good, man, to get away and just really see what life is like in other places. So, if y'all get the chance to do it, man, man, take it. Let me ask you this. Uh, both of y'all. So, have you have you flown? Oh yeah, yeah. When when was the first time you flew? So, it it took me a long time to actually fly, man. So the first time I flew was about maybe like five years ago, and I ain't fly nowhere. I flew to Atlanta, so it wasn't far, but it was the first time I flew. But after that, man, I man I was flying everywhere, man, from Minnesota to. You know, flying into North Carolina and just just all over the place dealing with waiter and open up the opening up new markets and stuff. So uh, I always was kind of like, man, like I drive. I still would rather drive because I like to drive better. But experiencing that whole flight stuff is uh, it, it's pretty nice, man. Just like I said, being able to get that quickly mm-hmm. and just get going. Be on Delta and get them Biscoffs. Yeah, Biscoff cookies. <laughs> yeah. I can bring them up home for Jacob. Man, it's so crazy. He was younger, so he don't remember it. But now he don't like them mugs. He don't even like the cookies. No, I used to bring them mugs every time I got off the flight, man. He'll tear the mugs up. Biscoff. But now he like, Ugh, what is this? <laughs> what about you, Heads? LA was my first flight. Okay, but how long ago was that? 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, so it was, it was that was the first one, and uh, we uh, man, like, I was just fascinated with just seeing Earth from the air. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like being able, you know, you see people post up about clouds, but like looking at the clouds and then overseeing mountains and land and the water and different stuff from the plane was just crazy. Especially yeah. for the first time, so yeah, that first takeoff, you like, look, man, I, I was drunk than a skunk, <laughs> man. I had so much to drink, so I could be like sound and ready to go. Nah, man, my first flight, I think, I think my first flight was when we was at UAB, and I want to say maybe, I think maybe I flew like from. Birmingham to Texas or something like that. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but like I knew I just wanted to be up. Like I was making sure, like I had two, like uh, like three or four pieces of gum, just so my ears won't pop, so I could stay up. Like it was, it was an experience, man. I love flying. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, like when we had to fly overseas to Kuwait, like oh man, that was like an eighteen, nineteen hour flight. Ooh. But yeah, eighteen. Yeah, that Spain flight was only like eight. That's what I'm trying to do. Get on the plane. That's like they had beds on the plane. They actually had like the one that we were on. Um, it it was you could stretch out in your seat. 
Like yeah. it was like not normal seats. Yeah. And like you can you had room to where you can like literally stretch out. Yeah. And recline. So it was pretty dope. It wasn't a bed, but it was dope. That's nice, man. Yeah. Regular plan, man. Cramped in the mud. Man, what? That's all right, though. I jump on a spear flight and take that. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not, not express my spirit experience, so. I don't care. Remember where you come from. Wooza. 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 This moment of the episode is everybody's favorite moment in the episode. It's the Wusa moment of the week. Sometimes during the week or past or maybe present or future. I don't know. You might be in Nostradamus. You can see in the future. Who knows? But you just go through something where you got to take a step back. Take a deep breath and just... Which one of my brothers would like to go first this week? Man, mine's is short. All right. It ain't really a disgruntled moment, man. I just say, man, look, appreciate your barbers, bro. Yes. Like, but I don't care what nobody say, man. Barbers make the world go round. If you ain't got a good barber, you ain't got nothing. Like, straight up. They change your whole life. And so, like, never take them for granted. Ever. <laughs> nope, can't do that. Ever take them for granted. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got I got a barber that, you know, my son enjoys. And, you know, he does a great job with me. And he's convenient. You know, he's on time. Appointment set. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. But, like, I know people that don't have good barbers. And so they jumping from pillar to post trying to find one. Like, don't. Never. <laughs> never take your barber for granted. Period. That's all I got to say. Man, it's crazy, man. Because, man, my alleged barber is, like, hard to catch up with. Yeah. But I done been in that situation of, like, going to a new barber. It's, like, one of the most stressful. Man. Things on earth. It really is. And then, you know, trying it and then it not working out. Yeah. And then having to go through another, like trying to find another barber. Yeah, like it's man. just, dang, it's the worst experience in the world, man. Bro, so. when you end up with a bad barber, like that's, it's like, it's so convenient to just like get to your barber, sit down, and just, you don't have to tell them nothing. You know, they're going to do it the same way every time. Mm-hmm. Perfectly, like you is the confidence you have. Like, I have, like, we have more confidence than we have in anybody else in the world when you have a good barber. When you got a bad one, though, or you get a new one, look, or if you got to step out on your barber because, like, maybe availability's not there or something, you feel bad about stepping out on your barber. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel legitimately bad. Like, man, he going to notice, man, the lineup is just, you know, a little further back this time. He going to say something. I don't want to make him feel bad. You know, it was just hard time. I was in the crunch. You know? But never underestimate the value of your barber, man. Yeah. Never. No, man, I remember, um, man, my barber, let's see, 
We've been staying in our house since 2011. That's when my barber started cutting my hair. So, yeah. It, it's, and, you know, going back to what you said, man, it's a good feeling. You just, you ain't even got to tell them what to do. No, nope. sit down. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. Like, I remember when I switched up with the beard. I was like, hey, it ain't connecting like how I want it. So just go ahead and do your thing. Yeah. I I got you. I ain't even got to say nothing no more. All I do is say, hey, can you cut me by this time? That's all I got to do. Jay, is it on you, brother? Uh, as far as woo size, man, uh, man, I really, right now, I still ain't really got one, man. Um, ain't nothing really, like, uh, standing out to me too, too heavily. Um, but, uh, I guess kind of like what we talked about last week, man. I'm going to just, you know, tell everybody, man, sometimes you got to take that leap of faith, man. Just jump out there. And uh, if you fall on your face, it ain't nothing to just get back up and, and try something different, man. So, you know, if y'all got dreams or whatever, man, just just go for it. Especially nowadays, man. Like, it's the time for everybody to just jump out there, man, and see what you can do, man. Because most of the people that have done something, like, you don't really hit a, well, you eventually do because they will tell you. But, you know, if you talk to those people that's been successful and stuff, they do have those stories. Like, you know, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm this person now, but I ain't, you know, you don't really think about all the times I failed before I got to the one that actually hit or that actually made it. So, you know, even if you do fail, man, like, it's just a learning experience, man, and just learn from it and use it to your advantage for when you do it again. So uh, I guess my woo has been turning into motivational speaking. <laughs> but y'all do that, man. That's why he got a lawyer. And and that's why his name for this episode is Young Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> man, uh, oh, man, my woo moment, man, is... um. I don't know. I don't have one about family. I don't have one about work. But I do feel like it should be something in the rule book that says when you take a vacation, you should have an extra day off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that would save me a lot of time from calling in. And using one of my many sick leave excuses, just go ahead and give me that extra day. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, man, we got back in town like on Sunday, and I was just like, man, I gotta wash my clothes up. I gotta get ready for the week. I was like, man, I ain't feeling it. Let me go ahead and call it you can see me. <laughs> you feel me? <clears throat> but then, like, this is what I said. Karma got me because that day I had took off, I really did get sick. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just I just feel like that should just auto, be automatic. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Give me that day. If, if I say I'm going to take off from the 5th through the 10th, just don't expect me back until the 12th. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me good faith. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody needs to put that in motion. Yeah, I agree. Joe Biden, since you giving us all this good money and all this other stuff. Man, what? This moolah. This extra change. Yeah. Yeah. I need an extra day, man. Like, I really did. And then, not, not, not the, man. You know how it took it. Man, when we look, came back from Vegas. That's what I just thought about. I was like, we talked about it on the Vegas episode. Like, man. Like, real talk. I don't understand. Like, we were still trying to figure out how Bell went right back to work. And he was hurt. Yeah, but we, what? I know I plan. I was like, Tuesday at the earliest, I'm going to be able to go back. And I worked from home. And it was like, I need it till Tuesday. Bruh. And then, what? It was really about Thursday till we bounced back. Man, I ain't going to to work till that Friday. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. Like, I needed that time, man. Yeah. Man. Well, I guess, fellas, that concludes. Yeah, man. You know, we since we in mental spaces of dimes, we ain't got really no moves on moments. <laughs> for real, man. Like for real, man. We we we've been doing good, bro. We've been doing real good, man. Um, I just. And we may we may tap on that later, but but man, I just wanna uh, say I'm, I'm proud of y'all, man. Both both of my brothers, man. Like y'all are elevating, man, and uh, it's putting me in a place where I'm like I need to elevate. Like I need to do more. So I'm just I'm really proud of y'all, man. Like appreciate it, man. Iron Sharpen Iron. Appreciate it, man. Man. That's it. Like, when we was talking during commercial break, man, it was just like, bro, like, just from where we came from. Straight up. To, like, where we are at now in life. So, man, I just I just want y'all to know, man, I'm, I'm truly, 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 truly proud of both of y'all, man. And, Appreciate um, it, brother. Yeah, it's, it's pushing me to to want to get on y'all level. Man, you, uh, I mean, you ain't doing bad, bro. Man, look, because you think about it, man. When they be talking about Shadrach, Meshach, they yeah. can't never get a, a bend to go right. Nah, that's that bad Negro. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That bad Negro. Sean Shadrach, young Gerald Meshach, <laughs> and I'm just a black Negro. That bad Negro. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man. Uh, Jay-Z, you got anything else you want to say, brother? And you know, uh, y'all check us out, man. Wooisms.com. We got that merch. Merch. Listen to them episodes. Hot fire. <laughs> man, y'all can even throw us a couple dollars if y'all want to. Donations. <laughs> and you, hey, if y'all donate, man, y'all can use that as a text write-up. I know, right? Yeah. Charitable donations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you what I know. <laughs> Talked about that during a break too. <laughs> I let you buy. Big heads, what you got for us, bro? Nah, man, just catch us each and every Friday and Saturday night 
on the Inspire You On Air Network from 10 a 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. every Friday and Saturday. Bam. And uh, look, man, uh, if you want to get your voice heard, if you want to come be a guest on the show, if you got a product or a business that you want the people to hear, we do have sponsorships as well. Right. Hit one of us up. And we'll get you into the right place, man. We, we can talk some things because we're trying to elevate everybody. Straight up. Yeah. But it's been another episode of Wooisms. It's your boy, Woo. It's your boy, Big Hess. Jay Easy. And, uh, man, since we was talking about our favorite spot, we're going to let little 2 chains take us out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Let's play big bank, take little bank. Ay. You are looking at a shark in a fish tank. When I'm in the kitchen, I make plenty of cash. Tell Shorty, calm milk, she got plenty hey. This episode of Wooisms is sponsored by Bell Enterprises, LLC. Bell Enterprises is a consortium whose overall mission is to encourage, empower, and equip individuals to live, express, and be their very best selves. Bell Enterprises services clients with an offering of products and services that enhance, accentuate, and express the fullness of a marvelous life. Bell Enterprises offers natural and holistic spa products and services within the Oils Wells product line. The feature product this week is Big Ten Beard Oil. Big Ten Beard Oil is a specialized blend of 10 carrier and essential oils. This oil was designed with close encounters in mind, so it's lightweight and it has been tested on both sexes of all ages. Big Ten Beard Oil keeps your beard soft and shiny, helps to soften, hydrate and condition and will shut down all of your dandruff and dry skin issues. Bell Enterprises LLC, minority owned and operated, God orchestrated. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wooisms. It's your boy Woo. It's your boy Big S. Jay Easy. You can follow your boy Woo on every social media platform on IGK underscore D underscore Wooten and on Facebook Kendrick Wooten. You can follow your boy on all social media platforms at Big underscore Hesley. 
Yeah, you can find me on IG at J underscore E-E-Z-E-Y. But look, y'all follow the podcast on IG at Wooisms Pod. Find us on Facebook, Wooisms Podcast. You can also see us on YouTube. Check out those videos, Wooisms Podcast. And don't forget to go download the free Inspire You On Air app in your app stores and tune in each and every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. for all the new episodes of Wooisms. And don't forget we're going to drop on every podcast platform that following Monday. Hey, also, if some reason can't catch us either one of those days, catch us on Fridays on the Inspire You On Air app from 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. And we out. Yeah. yeah.